In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. State Representative Pauline Wenzel has been appointed to a new Michigan House task force looking at energy issues. She tells us the Energy Reliability, Resilience, and Accountability Task Force is seeking to reduce power outages in the state. We've had a lot of extreme weather events lately, as we're all aware, and we're putting this together to go around the state and talk to people, see what their ideas are, and to create some solutions. She's one of two Republicans on the nine-member panel. She says one way to address power outages is to avoid relying too much on one source of energy. We have a lot of new technologies that are coming out. We're all familiar with solar and wind, and, and they're growing constantly, but we need to come up with some common sense ideas and ensure that we diversify, that we use all of these sources, propane, natural gas, nuclear. Another idea is to have more power lines underground. Wenzel says as a member of the House Energy and Technology Committee, she's heard from power companies that process is time-consuming and expensive, but still she's hoping Southwest Michigan can see that one day. Task Force will tour around the state to hear from residents. Ferry Street Resource Center in Niles is working to find a new temporary location after a fire that destroyed its building last week. Director Rick Pulowski tells us he stood and watched the historic building at 620 Ferry Street burn. Since then, the organization has continued helping people in need while looking for a new home. I actually spent my entire day yesterday in Niles talking to different places about the possibilities of where we can be. We have a couple of really good possibilities, nothing that's concrete now, so I can't definitively say where we'll be. My goal is that by the end of this month, I'll know exactly where we're going to be. Pulowski says the important thing is no one was hurt. Since the fire, the community has reached out to Ferry Street to ask how they can help. We lost everything, so we need desks, we need chairs, we need office supplies, and we need file cabinets, things of that nature. And then people also stepping up financially. We've had people going to our website. The website is ferrystreet.org. Just click the Donate button to contribute. Anyone in need of Ferry Street services can still call and leave a message. Pulowski says they'll help people with housing, transportation, and finding work. He doesn't know yet if they'll ever move back into the same location. He thanks everyone who has expressed support since the fire. More life jackets are coming to South Haven City Beaches this year. Save Kids Greater South Haven is donating 13 boards with as many as 20 life jackets. City Manager Kate Hozier gave the City Council the update. It's a very generous gift. We can definitely deploy them on our beaches, and some of our beaches are quite large, and we can deploy them at many places along the beach. The gift also includes 10 additional life jackets to replace ones lost or stolen. The city accepted the first two life jacket boards last summer. Cass County Prosecutor Victor Fitz is among the prosecutors in Michigan who are opposed to legislation in Lansing that would make anyone convicted of first-degree murder before they were 19 eligible for parole after 10 years in prison. He says the legislation goes far beyond previous changes to juvenile lifer laws. Fitz told us about one Cass County case to which the proposed new standard would apply. For instance, Robert Lehman in 1997, he got a girl pregnant, didn't like the fact she wouldn't get an abortion, so he took her on a walk uh, in a rural part of the county, showed her the grave that he had dug for her, and then he choked her, put her in the grave, and buried her. Uh, testimony at trial indicated she may have been buried alive, and instead of confessing to his crime, he misled the family for well over a year, believing that she was still alive. He says the sentencing rules need to reflect the seriousness of the offense. He's spoken to several other prosecutors, including Berrien County Prosecutor Steve Perangeli, who told him they're also opposed to the legislation. Prosecutors are asking residents to reach out to the lawmakers about the bills. 
Berrien County Commissioner Troquay Pitchford has been named to two committees by the National Association of Counties. Pitchford told Benton Township Commissioners this week that he will sit on the Committee on Workforce Development and Economics, as well as the Economic Mobility Leadership Network. The latter of the two is a very prestigious group of county commissioners across the country. It encompasses many states. There are 25 commissioners on it from across the country, and I am the only member from Michigan. Pitchford says that all happened after a chance encounter with NACO President Matthew Chase at the Michigan Association of Counties Leadership Conference. As a 23-year-old commissioner, he says they're looking for him to provide a younger perspective to what people are experiencing in county government. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.